I mean, I feel like <laughs> I really feel like that people are just excited and clapping for, for yeah, this podcast. Yeah. I so. like a little excitement. Me too. So uh, welcome back to the two by two podcast. Uh, I am Danny. I'm Harold. And uh, we are from Burlington Baptist Church. We're glad that you joined us today. We are. Uh, we're going to we're going to uh, go over Harold's sermon on fear. And uh, what really is probably a popular Bible story for kids is, uh, you know, Peter coming out on the water and walking with Jesus. For and, kids. Well, but, but you know, I like I, it. Well, me too. <laughs> me, me too. But what I mean is, I mean, if you talk to generally kids that are in Sunday school, really kind of sure. can, can really get behind that and know what you're talking about. But uh, before we do all that, would you like to pray for us? Yeah, Lord, thank you for the day, opportunity to just talk about your word. Thank you for your word. It's living and active. It, it encourages us. It challenges us. It convicts us. Uh, Lord, we invite you to do all those things in our lives as uh, we come and experience your word. Bless this time. May it be profitable. May it uh, be an encouragement to, to our listeners. And uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to start off first by asking the question, when you when you preach about something like fear, and in your in your message, you talked about uh, sometimes God puts us in there and He is teaching us something, or He is mm-hmm. He is uh, not not necessarily punishing us, but He is um, He is uh, kind of letting us grow. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you? Is that hard for you? As a, I mean, that's just a general question, I guess. But it, I mean, is that a difficult one? Because people don't want to really hear that sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think when we're going through difficult times. Uh, it, it's it's hard sometimes to accept. Well, you know, does, is God all powerful? Uh, if He's all powerful, why is He allowing this? Uh, is uh, is He able to stop it? Uh, and so people wrestle with why does good bad things happen to good people? Lots lots of things come into that. And yet, when we go to scriptures, we we see examples of God using whether it's Job. You know, again, Job. God mentioned Job to Satan. Uh, we see it in the life of Joseph. Uh, you know, he's able to look back and say, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. Right. And we see all that he went through and we think, oh my, that, that'd be tough. And yet Joseph has this perspective that, you know, God's going to use this in some way and uh, ultimately does. And uh, and so we see it. Uh, I think God wants us to trust him. And, uh, you know, if everything's smooth sailing, we don't have opportunities to really need to exercise our faith sometimes. Right. right. Well, I think too, one of those things is when you, when you look at it and you say, well, why do, why do good things happen or bad things happen to good people? Well, because we're born into sin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and that's the easy answer. But for somebody who's, who's going through that, they're like, no, 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 no. I want to know, sure. you know, what's, I, I don't deserve this. Well, you know, ultimately, and you don't want to tell people this, but we deserve a lot. I mean, I sure. deserve a lot worse than what yeah. I, you know, I get yeah. usually. But. Well, the perspective, and this is a hard, is for people, we start at the wrong place sometimes and we think, well, we, we all deserve good. And uh, <laughs> the reality is we we all are sinners deserving of hell. Right. And uh, if we start there, anything good is, is a gift of God. Sure. But we kind of start at the wrong place as if God owes us something. Right. And uh, so... The right starting point is important. And then I would say just uh, growing in our faith, uh, being challenged to uh, to trust God. Uh, man, that's an adventure in life. And, uh, you know, I really want people to just trust God, go on an adventure with God. I want people in the church to just, and I'm not talking about risk-taking, just for the sake of risk-taking. Right. But if God calls you to something, man, don't, don't hesitate. Don't don't try to figure it all out. Even 
just trust him. You know, walking on water, that's a, I mean, that's big. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's, well, I mean, you know. In the storm. Yeah. You know. I mean, there, there's a reason that, you know, all the things people say about Jesus, well, he walked on water. Well, he, I mean, that's a, I mean, it's a huge deal, right? Yeah. You still, we, we still can't unless it's ice, no, you, you know, and no. it wasn't. It was a storm and they were on yeah. a ship. And, and uh, so before we get into Peter, because I wanted to kind of talk about Peter, I want to talk about, um, so, and this is just, a, this kind of a personal question for me. I have, I have Christians who are, who are really, really close to me and, and are what, in my mind, I personify a Christian to be someone who loves and someone who, you know, who, who lives in the word and they are worry warts, man. Mm. And <laughs> so, uh, how, how, how do you think that having the fear, uh, just associates with that worry and, and, and what can we do to get rid of some of that? Well, we, we certainly got to take it to the Lord. Yeah. Some people, uh, talk about, well, I just, I just worry all the time. Well, you don't say, I just, I just gossip all the time. Or, or I just lie all the time. Those are sinful things, and, right. and and being anxious and worrying is is sinful. No, people they speak of their worry as a spiritual gift. It's not a spiritual gift. It's something you ought to confess to God. And so sometimes it starts with repentance, right? And then it talks with God. I know this is not the way you want me to live as a as your follower. Help me, right? Uh, g- give me some. You know, some encouragement, some take away these. Help me to cast my cares upon you. And uh, so we all we all have certain struggles. Some some's anger, some's gossip, some's anxiety, worry, and uh, whatever whatever our struggles are, we just got to continue to take it to the Lord. But sure. we can't justify it by saying, "Well, I just I just worry." Huh. Right. No. And on the and on the flip side, I don't think God wants us to be necessarily naive about worry or um, complacent. Yeah. Right. He 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 gave you a gift of common sense, and sure. he gave you the gift of being able to think for, through some things and, and bring that to him. I, t- I think too, yeah. and I think it's important. But the only way I see that you can balance that out is through him. Sure. You yeah. know. I mean, that's that's my take on it, and and, and I just you know, as we as I kind of go back through some of these uh, these sermons, it's, it's kind of cool because I get to kind of dissect them with you. Sure. Um, well, I, I think the other thing is is some people have a man; they have a small God. Right. And if your God's small, you're, you're going to worry. Sure. <laughs> but as God gets bigger in our lives and as he's faithful through this storm and this storm, and I mean, David and, David and Goliath, I mean, we, we love that story, but uh, he's a giant. Yeah. Nine a feet. warrior. Nine, yeah. You know, nine feet. And, warrior. Yeah. And here's old David, shepherd boy. I come to you in the name of the Lord our God. You know, you come to me with, man, I, you, you know, that's faith. Right. And uh, we got the same God. Uh, whether last time we, we talked about Elijah, I mean, it's the same God that burned up that sacrifice. It's the same God who says to Joshua and the people of Israel, be, be bold and courageous. The Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. I mean, they're going into a, a land of, you know, they're, they're not warriors. Godless people. Yeah. They're going into a land of godless people yeah. and the guy and their gods basically say, hey, I got you. Yeah. And God you know, says, I got, I got this. Right. I, I got this. I mean, he, sometimes he's throwing down hell from sure. heaven. He's fighting for them. And uh, he's fighting for us. Yep. He's and still. so uh, we we got to have the right view of God. And if if uh, if your God is too small to take care of you, you need to get in the Word because sure. you see God's faithfulness in here. You think well, God's got this. And uh, so let's let's spend a little time um, talking about Peter. Peter. Yeah. So um, the Rock. The Rock. Right. So uh, 
you know, I have I had a class uh, on all the Gospels, so and Mark being one of them, right? <clears throat> so it talks about basically that is Peter's Gospel that he was telling Mark to record. That is a popular mm-hmm. theory among theologians, and happily happens to be at my university. It's a popular theory. But if you look at at, at Peter's life, right now. There's, there's a lot of discrepancy about how old they think he was, but they think when Jesus got him and, and he was about 21, which is super young. You know, I look at my son who is 22 and go, man, he is not ready, you know, <laughs> for a lot of this stuff. But, but anyway, um, fearless, loyal, um, I guess almost to the point of, of uh, he's ready to fight the Roman army when they, co- you know, when they come to get Jesus. And Jesus is basically telling me, you know, this is my, this is, this is my path and this right. is what I've got to do. But then immediately turns around, and it's the same Peter that uh, denied him three times. And then after he saw him resurrected, he had to go get him because he'd gone back to fishing. You know, and go, what are you doing, man? You know, you've seen me. You know what's going on. Get out of here. You're, you know, like he said, you're the rock that's, that's that I'm going to build my church on. Talk a little bit about Peter and us and some of the things that he did, especially about the part about walking on water. Yeah, so we could just, uh, I think you're right about Peter. I mean, he's the kind of the leader of the group and uh, puts his foot in his mouth a lot. And, uh, you know, Jesus says, I'm going to die. And, no, no, that's never going to happen. Jesus said, I'm going to wash your feet. No, you're not going to wash my right, feet. And right. so get behind me, Satan. I mean, I mean, so Jesus has to, you know, rebuke him sometimes. And and so he looks like he's got lots of faith there the night in, in the garden when he pulls out his sword and he's ready to fight. Right. And then he's denying Jesus. And and I say, you know, at least he's there in the courtyard. Uh, and and so Peter kind of points us to ourselves that sometimes, you know, we we've, we've all seen God do some amazing things. Sure. And yet there are times when our our faith is weak and uh, we're fearful and. Uh, and so we, we always got to take heed lest we fall. We should never get to a point where we'd say, I, yeah, I never do that. Right. Because Peter certainly said, I, I don't know what these guys right. are going to do, but I would never do right. you. And yet he does. And that's what's fear. I mean, this is, Satan knows how to tempt us, and and we're filled with fear. And, uh, you, you know, Jesus told Peter, you know, Satan has come against me to, to tempt you. And, and he didn't say, I'm not going to let him. Right. He said, I'm going to pray for you. Right. And, uh, and of course, we got Jesus praying for us. And so, uh, you know, we can face temptations knowing that Jesus is praying for us. He's given us his spirit, his word, and we, we can overcome that through, through his power. But and, and you see a, a completely different Peter in the book of Acts, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, you know, it's a not confident. It's always kind of jump. When, you know, when he's with Jesus and Jesus kind of teaches him, he's already ready to jump. And Jesus is like, wait a minute, man, let's, let's, you know, let's do it this way or, you know, let's, let's do this or, oh, we're not going to be able to do that. And then when we get in the book of Acts and he starts preaching, you're like, whoa, yeah, look at this guy. Yeah. Jesus whom you crucified. Yeah. I mean, just, just getting on people. Yeah. And, and I think, you know. And that's a spirit filled life. Right. (laughs) We have. Right. Uh, Yeah. Which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, So let's talk about back to fear. And uh, I like talking about Peter. Peter's my favorite because sometimes I get so frustrated with him, man. When he does, I'm like, you know, when I read, yeah. I'm like, oh, I could see you liking Peter. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, quick to speak—that's probably like me. Yeah. I guess it's probably a lot of me and, and, and that I see. But but I'm also the guy shaking my head, going, "What are you doing, man? He just told you, you know." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the things that you've seen, you should know that he's gonna, you know, it's gonna come through. Uh, but anyway, um, some of the fear and, and anxiety. Uh, that I see 
Um, and, and I'll talk about one for me that we, you and I had talked about, you know, and it was talking about um, um, offering. And, and I kept, when, while you were preaching, I kind of related to this. You know, I had told you that, you know, I had to pray about getting up there and talking about tithing because I said, you know, man, it's just really weird for me to get up there and talk about. So I think that's very personal. But then I thought about it. I was like, that's what God told us to do. Sure. So when it comes to do not fear and, and ruffling feathers, that's what God told us not to do. Yeah. Good. Well, so so we have an enemy who's always whispering, "Oh, you you can't do that. You right. you can't preach about that. Right. You, you're going to make somebody mad. You, you know, you're not you you ain't got that figured out." So the enemy's always. I think there's a spiritual warfare aspect, and the enemy's right. always trying to say, "Well, what are people going to think about that?" Or and uh, and so we. I think that's where we really got to go and say, <clears throat> "God called me and he told me to preach the whole right word of God right. and." Uh, you know, I'm going to stand before him one day, and that—that's that, really where it's at. One day, I'm not standing before everybody else. Right. One day, we're going to stand before God and give it an account, and and uh, we we want to say we we were true to your word, and uh, it, it might get us in trouble. Right. Now, and you know, and I'll still screw up. Yeah. Talking about tithing and say the wrong, say the wrong <laughs> and say the wrong thing, but 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 I mean, you know, it, it is one of those things where you just kind of look at it and go, well, you know, you shouldn't worry and you shouldn't, you know, but God told you not to. He said, don't do it. He's did a bunch of times, 300 yeah. and some times, you know, that, you know, do not fear, do not, do not worry. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Let me say this about Peter. You know, yeah. we stand on the word of God. Where we mess up sometimes is where, where we uh, just speak for ourselves. You know, there are times right. where, you know, I'm going to preach something and, and, uh, and I'm ready to, and I have to think, <laughs> man, is that from, is that, is that something my flesh wants to say? Right. Because, you know, Peter said, that that's not going to happen, Lord. You, you're not going to, they're not going to kill you, you know. And and Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Right. Uh, because it, Peter wanted his will over God's will. And so we got to make sure it's God's will. Right. Uh, if we certain it is, it's based on the word of God, then we can be bold. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we got to make sure we don't, we, we get ourselves out of that. Well, and, you know, I can't remember you know, the sermon when I kind of said, you know, God will take something that you think is, really ugly and, and turn into something beautiful. And, and, and he did that, you know, and, but, but we don't have the foresight or, or the, or, or the knowledge to really see that at the time. Sure. No, I don't, I yeah. mean, some people out there might, but I, you know, I certainly yeah. don't. I, I, I look back a few times, you know, a few months or a few years later and go, Oh yeah, yeah that's what you're yeah. doing. You know? Well, again, Joseph, great example. I mean, you study Joseph's life. We, we, we relate. Well, I mean, he's being sold in slavery. He's suffering. He he holds his morality, and yet that throws him in prison. And one thing after the other, and and him walking with God, and then being able to look back and say, you know, you all meant evil. God meant it for good. And we we gotta know that if God allows us to go through something, He is He's a good Father. Sure, He's going to use it for good. Not that we like it. Um, rarely yeah yeah yeah. but it's it's for i mean discipline's the same way i mean we don't want discipline uh but but we want god to bring us back if we get off course and so a loving god would do that yeah in our sunday school class a lot we we laugh because you know most of us have kids or we're married and uh we we would stop saying you know i'm gonna pray for patience because if you do god will put you in a situation where you're gonna have to get some right and that's not always the most comfortable thing and I think that kind of applies to anything you're struggling with. Like, Lord, just give me the, yeah. you know, give me the strength. To, okay, well, yeah. I'm going to pour it on. You know, I'm going to let this get poured on you. So when you have to do this again, you're going to have that strength. Yeah. 
And the unfortunate part about that is he doesn't always um, do it the most comfortable way. Sure. <laughs> and then if we'd always look back, we would notice God's faithfulness, and yet we so quickly forget that. The Israelites are the best example. I mean, yep. God, ten plagues, parts the Red Sea, provides manna. I mean, God's doing everything for them, and at every opportunity they're like, oh, we'll go back to Egypt. Right. like, why would you say that? God's been so, I mean, <laughs> right. they saw him do amazing things. Uh, They're getting food out of dew. It's just showing yeah. up, and every day, and they don't store it because I'll give you some more tomorrow. And yeah. they still they put it in every, the store, you know, every day. And they're always having no faith. I mean, the, the twelve spies. Right. I mean, God gave them that land, and they go over there and say, "Oh, it's a good land," but we're there's like, giants in there. We're like grasshoppers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like he parted the Red Sea. <laughs> He well, he spoke the. I mean, he spoke and and the earth was formed, right? So, I mean, you think, you know, I, I in I listen to that hill song and it gets me every time that that um, so will I and Courtney just sang it and and it's one of those things where you know as you speak a hundred million galaxies appear and all he had to do was say hey do it and the, and it happened yeah so why do I think that hey you know why do I always think that hey, let me help you with this because you probably don't have time for this yeah and 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 so the frustrating part Danny is. We'll have this conversation today, and next week something will come up, and I'll be like, I don't know what's going. I don't know how this is going to work out. And, like, and then we got in Corinthians it says these things happen for your instructions. Right, right. So, I'll, and here's a question, and this is my my my, my typical surprise question is, um, you are used to kind of dissecting books of the Bible when you preach. We were in Nehemiah when all this COVID nineteen thing happened. Um, how big of a um, changes this for you where you're kind of um, topically preaching which is a little bit different and and does it does it worry or scare you at all to do it kind of a little bit different it's a little bit not out of your comfort zone but um just yeah. a little bit different than you normally do well so on a normal <laughs> normal <laughs> normally i think it's good for the church to just walk through a book just to see you know the context you know uh, the storyline you see god dealing with all kinds of different issues and uh, i think it's a great way to teach people to study the word sure uh and it's it's always so applicable uh but there are special things that come up like this where i, I think we're able to maybe even more so see the uh, the practicality of the word of god and and deal with issues of life and uh and so i i i enjoy that too i uh, I enjoy kind of, you know, showing how the scriptures deals with uh, our marriages and with our fears and with our anxieties and, and eternal life. And so his word is so living and active. And, uh, and so uh, I, I, I've enjoyed enjoying that. I like, I mean, I like it. And, and, you know, you you see on Facebook, but this is so great. Well, it's so topical for what you know for what sure. we're dealing with, yeah. and it is great. I mean, you you know, I always tell you, you do a good job, um, even it, only when you do a good job. I wouldn't lie well, to you in church, but thank you, thank yeah. you. But uh, but no, I mean, it's just well, and, and it's yeah, so applicable to in, what's happening in right counseling now. Counseling sometimes, I mean, this book might not mention a particular subject. Maybe it's just, I mean, there's new. I mean, I don't know, is it transgender? Some of that stuff, um, maybe they didn't. But but principles are always they're in right. here. Uh, right. God deals with uh, principles that we find in His Word, and uh, I mean that's where we got to go to. And there, there's a lot of other self help stuff out there, but this is the very Word of God, right? And so uh, it's it's so important to us. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, 
it's the living word, right? Yeah. And living word means that this thing's going to, yeah. it, it's going to form yeah. itself to what I'm dealing with at the time. Yeah. And, and, but the interesting thing is, you know, uh, but it so, never changes. Yeah. That's the, that's the beauty of the book, right? I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, I have seen, I think I probably say this. I, I think I could have stayed in Nehemiah and, and God would have surprised us and how practical it would have been then. Sure. Uh, and so, so we, I've seen him do that too. Yeah. Just have you right at the right place at the right time. Uh, but I, I just saw a, a real need for hope in so many areas that I thought, well, let's just talk about different areas where we have hope. God gives us hope and some instructions. And so I do hope to come back to Nehemiah one of these days because there, there's a section in Nehemiah about once they get that wall done is renewal right. and revival. Right. And so I'm thinking God's up to something through this <laughs> virus. And I'm sure he and, is. Uh, I'm sure Nehemiah he is. eight and nine and some of those. I mean, we haven't got to the part where he plucks their beard out. Right. Uh, I, I, let's not let's not do a physical. That's exam. pastoral stuff. You did. You married who? That's <laughs> pulling her hair out. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, you ever read that part? Yeah, yeah. So you got me, you got me sidetracked now, and my mind's lose it. But it, you know, to try to explain fear, um, in a practical sense to a non-believer, okay. Um, and I think you, you know, and I, I, I don't envy your job for multiple reasons, and one of those reasons is is when you're up there, and you're a lot smarter about scripture than me. You, I mean, and that's the truth. I mean, I, and I admit that to be able to talk to number one, your believers that are sitting in church and then have that apply to a non-believer or somebody who's searching, um, it's, it's purely God, right? Yeah. You, you know, because I get questions from some of my non necessarily not non-believing friends, but my people who are just not very mature Christians or non-believers that'll go, they'll ask me questions and, and it's something that you're like, well, I don't even know if we could even preach about that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so how do you, you know, just, it just, God takes care of that for you. Yeah. So I would say, obviously if you're not a Christian, you ought to have some fear. Sure. Of, of what is to come. Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And so helping some people say, you know, I'm saying don't have fear, trust God, but you should have fear if you're outside of a relationship with Christ because you're living under the wrath of God. And right. that's, that's, that's what I'd be fearful of that. It's a bad place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so make sure we, we understand it's a, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God right. apart from a relationship with Christ. And so that, that's number one. He's given us the gospel and uh, that provides forgiveness of our sins. And uh, that takes care of, of that fear of, of judgment. And so that that's uh, I think number one, and and then it's it's uh, having the right view of God who uh, is a loving Father who wants good for His kids, right? And uh, just as uh, our kids think about this when they're little, uh, man, if, if if Dad, Mom or Dad, but if Dad's around, they, they don't they don't have fear. Most of them, most of them, yeah. they, they they're going to get fed and and they're not you know they they're secure at night and dad's got it right and and then I think if we understand man we got a good father and not just a I mean he's all powerful he wants our good and uh, and and this the thought this I, I tell people I, I don't think that God I, I think he he has to give permission for everything that comes against me right. And uh, and so if he allows it, he 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 wants good for me. 
Absolutely. And so uh, he wants to teach me some things sometimes. It, yep. I said sometimes it's for our correction, and we need that sometimes. Sometimes it's for our perfecting, our, our maturing. And uh, and so there are times where he knows I need to learn some things. And uh, and so that's always helped me. Uh, you know, Jenny and I have some conversations yet, and she's like, you don't worry about anything. I'm like, I'm not trying to be over-spiritualize that. Right. But if you get the right view of God and you say, listen, if he's allowed this, he's got a purpose for it. Right. And uh, I can go to sleep with that. And, and you, you brought Jenny up. Tina and I have talked about this. I think that she actually was, was, was speaking to you about this at one point. But, uh, you know, she'd been trying to buy a building for the shop and, and all this other stuff. And, and really, she kind of pushed. And, and I kind of told her, I was like, it, it, it's going to, you know, it's going to happen whenever it's going to happen. And, you know, and I thought of it. So we were about three days into this COVID-19 thing after they had said that her and I'd have to go, you know, and not work. And she goes, well, he's a lot smarter than me and a lot smarter than me. I said, yeah. See, if we'd have bought that building, we'd be sitting here not being able to make a payment, not figuring out how, you know, insurance and everything. It's just like just amazing, yeah. you know. We look back sometimes, don't we? Yeah. And, and you know, I kind of think about, man, I just, what, what, yeah, I don't deserve any of that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but well, let's talk about um, talk about our Mother's Day. So I think we're about, we're pretty close to out of time. We did. Um, yeah. We let me say, let me say a couple other things. Oh, sure. We got time. Yeah, we got, well, we got, 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 got as much time as we so, want, really. But. I, I want people in the church to, I don't want you to live with fear. <laughs> I want you to, you know, if God's called you to something, go. Walk on water. If he says come, then I got to get out. Now, he, he doesn't do that all the time. No. But but he calls us to things that we often will make excuses and say, I can I could never do that. Well, you're right. You could never do it. Uh, but God in you, you can do it. If He calls you to it, you can do it. And uh, and so don't live in fear. Uh, I mean, I t- try to teach that to my kids. I'm, I mean, I got I got a son and a daughter right now. One's twenty and one's twenty two. They're both buying houses right now. And my daughter's twenty, and she's like, "Well, nobody thinks." I'm like, hey, "You do the math and don't live in fear." And just and uh, I, I want people to live that way. Don't right. want to fear everything. Remember, we don't want to do stuff outside of God's will. That that's dumb. Right, uh, I have a well. I have a very, I have a very close friend that I have that conversation with a lot. Yeah. But you know, and it com- it seems to come up, uh, you know, a lot with him. And he said, "How do you, you know, how do you and Tina do this? And how do you?" And I was like, "We just yeah. pray about it." He's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I mean, we, that's really what we do. You know, we just pray about it. And if we think that that's what, it, it, you know, if it seems like he's okay with us doing it, we do it, and uh, we don't worry about it." He's like, "You're kidding me." I was like, "Yeah." yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's the key. If you're listening, I mean, I'm we're not be, perfect in that, you know. But yeah. but I mean, that's we, you know, we decided. You know, we've talked about marriage group a long time ago. We said we're not going to fight about money. Yeah. We're going to just pray, and it's, it's God's, it's not ours. And I've had some young men over the years come to me and just they share. You know, they feel some call into ministry, and and I'm they're they're just overcome. You know, and I can remember how fearful I was, and I thought, you know what, if God's calling you. You, you can make a list of all the reasons why you can't, but he's bigger than all those things. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, I've, I, I myself, I said, well, I, I don't like to talk to people. And I get red blotches and I, I, my voice. I, I had a list of things, too. Yeah. God's bigger than all you those You say things. a lot of things funny. Yeah, I'll say a lot of things funny. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Mother's Day, May 10th. Yes. We're going to have a 9 and a 1030 service. We're really excited about that. Wait a minute. Yeah, you might be wrong on nine and ten thirty. No, I'm I'm all right. Oh no, we're talking about. I'm thinking about when we come back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So nine Sorry. and ten thirty in the parking lot, and uh, we'll still have our uh, our streaming on at ten thirty for those who don't aren't able to make it. But uh, we're excited. We're going to talk about uh, hope for the home, and uh, and I, it's Friday, so there was an article in uh, Wall Street Journal. 
marriage rates are on a decline. The the lowest since they started keeping record. Yeah. And, so, uh, I, man, I, I love being married. I want people to. I mean, don't put that off. Yeah, I did. our homes are I can't a mess. Figure, so I can't, talk about hope. hope I can't figure that. Out. You know, Tina and I. Well, of course, <laughs> if my kids ever watch this, they're gonna get mad at me. But I'd say, you know, it's me and her, and if Sylvie's in and out, and Piper's in and out, and some of the other kids have been to, in to visit, and then they were all over yesterday. But like, we're having a great time. Yeah. Just together yeah. now. You know, yeah. we, we, we want to go back to work. Yeah. But we're having, you know, we're having a good time, That's and good. and you know, I, but I saw the same kind of statistic where it said when they come out of this, they think that the marriage rate or the divorce rate is going to go up and pregnancy in August, you know, August babies are going to have, there's going to be a boom in August babies. Yeah. So yeah, which we I think might, is great. We'll, we'll, we'll have to fight over those babies again. Won't we? I'd, listen, <laughs> we've, we've talked about this since you got here. I mean, you, I just love that baby dedication. I guess we can do a poll when this comes out. And if you think the pastor should be in charge of the baby dedication or the worship pastor, you Wait, might leave a comment. I mean, but. I just love it so much. I just hold those babies and pray for them. And yeah, me too. I know you do. Anyway, so hope for homes on Mother's Day. And I'm uh, really excited about that. Talk, I want to talk about that Ephesians 6. You know, fathers don't provoke your children to, to wrath. Talk a little right. bit about what that means. We've got some good instructions for, I mean, there's some parents that need a little help right now. They've... <laughs> They've been home with the kids for eight <laughs> weeks. Look, and look like, at Facebook for 20 man, seconds, man. and you can see that. And but. so some hope for, for homes. Um, yeah, and then we've got uh, – I wanted to, I did want to say this, a couple things, just uh, completely off topic. Um, Friday night we had our um, Studio 3, and it got the, – the premiere got messed up on Facebook. So we apologize for that, and we, were, we, we will be back this Friday, and we're going to check again. I think there's just so much church stuff going on, yeah. you know, on the bandwidth. This Facebook is getting people like that. That's really getting good. bogged so, down. So we're going to keep doing that. And then um, Jessica is not here to help us this week. Yeah. Um, so so we, <laughs> so we did this just all ourselves. But what I want to tell you guys, if you go to our church and you see her out or any other thing, and she's going to see this because she's going to edit it. But uh, just uh, tell her how much you appreciate her because she yeah, is doing a great job and she's, she's working really really hard. Super so. job. Yeah. And yeah. she has spent more time with me in the past couple of weeks that she should probably be necessary for anybody. So you pray for you. Right. And pray for it. Pray for that. Yeah. Um, anything else? That we yeah. Can? So uh, just, we have a prayer time on Wednesday nights at oh, yeah. six 30. If anybody wants to join us this week's Thursday's national day of prayer. Uh, if you want to take a day and fast and pray on Thursday, uh, I invite you to do that. Uh, SBC, JD Greer and Ronnie Floyd and them, they're going to have a streaming at two thirty on Thursday. Uh, we'll have a link to that if you want to join that. There, there's a couple of other prayer things this week. One tomorrow on probably after this airs, but uh, uh, we're doing a forty days of prayer. But we're really asking the Lord to send some spiritual awakening. Uh, people are receptive, and uh, man, we want to reach the people with the gospel. And so, be praying for that. And uh, join us Thursday if you want to Wednesday night. And uh, I think that's it. I think it is it. I want the one other thing. Uh, if you if you're watching this and you haven't caught it, uh, Uncle Blaine's Bible study. Blaine Wayne Scott. Oh, yeah. Uncle Blaine. Good. Um, it is good, and I get to record it, which is really neat. And the funny part is, I mean, I'm 44, so he's been my uncle for 44 years. I've never been to a Sunday school class, and I get to hear like, man, it's good. It's really, really good. So uh, yeah. if you if you're looking for something. Yeah, uh, out and there. if you're looking for a life group and you're not in one that, if you want one to meet that by, by Zoom, we've got we'll several classes you. meeting. Danny's got a class meet Sunday morning. Uh, we want people to get connected, and we're, we're, we're not going to be able to meet groups for a little while. We're going to be able to worship maybe on the 24th, and but our groups aren't going to be able to meet. So if you want to get connected in a life group, let us know. We'll, yeah, I was kind of freaking out about that because 
I'll have to. I can't be anxious. I can't. No, I wouldn't be. But I can't zoom my Sunday school because we're going to be here when we meet because our Sunday school is at nine. So I'm freaking out about that a little bit. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah. (laughs) But they'll get me fine without me. I'm just saying I'm going to miss them. Yeah. That's what I'm. I'm gonna miss that. I just miss. Yeah. I like our class, man. Yeah. We got a good class oh. and, and everything else. And uh, you've been doing a good job with the with the prayer meeting. I do like that. Oh, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So not too bad for them. I mean, it, and you talk about fear, and we'll, and we'll end on this, and I'll pray. I'll praise out here. But you talk about fear that when we found out as a, as a staff that we weren't going to be able to have church, there was probably a forty eight hour period where we it was pretty tense because we just just trying to line out what what are we going to do and how are we still going to get this you know and um you did a great job of just being pretty calm you know and, and just saying here's what we've got and this is what we want you know this is what we need to do and and uh, yeah it was just really really good and it wasn't and i told somebody there was no, nothing that we did yeah that, that was just just you know we prayed about it and i think god was faithful was, to that prayer and yeah. and, and was, was yeah you know through. god's really used not just here but just you know so many churches have done stuff that they never had done before to get the word out, to right. get the gospel out. And uh, that's exciting to me. I mean, I, I know it's been hard on a lot of people. Right. And uh, well, we've got you and Jessica and a lot of people that already know some stuff, but I, there's a lot of little churches. They, they don't have right. this stuff. And so they, they've really, it's been hard. For, it has. You know, it has. And they've done some, good. Yeah, some of my Zoom, you know, and I'm not going to mention any of the church, but some of the Zoom calls, and again, I t- you know I told you guys this on staff meeting last week. I said, "Man, we're lucky because we, we had in place, you know, we had a couple programs yeah. that we could use, and we had a couple things, and we had some iPads, and we figured this out." Yeah. And some of these churches were like, "We had, we, had, we had nothing. Yeah. We got to get on there and start ordering." And then you stuff. found some either fun stuff here. Yeah, I got some fun stuff here, and I found out that uh, <laughs> when we when I figure out exactly how this thing works, man, it's going to be a whole different ball game. You got some amens in there, amen. Oh well, we can put them in there. Okay. I don't know how to do that yet, but but ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I'm gonna bring it in Sunday morning when you say something. Just hit that amen. Amen, button. amen. We need some of those. Yeah, yeah. So, but so uh, uh, they say fear. He, he is a liar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be. Write a song about that. I mean, somebody should write a song about that. Probably a good-looking bearded fellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it can't be me. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pray us out. Thank here. you, man. All right, Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity, just um, just to speak about your word and, and the message that uh, you gave Harold for the church and and for anybody out there watching. Lord, we just uh, thank you for your book and and the things that it says in there. Lord, we just know that there's so many applicable things all throughout that book. Lord, we just was so just so blessed that you thought enough of us to give us that instruction manual and uh, all we got to do is use it Lord and just help us to uh, continue during this crisis as things are beginning to kind of open back up and, and and look a little bit differently Lord for us to do it in a way that's uh, that's both um, from you and safe and and makes fe- people feel comfortable uh, Lord and just like I said help us to do that in the best way that we can and, and Lord just again thank you for um, giving us some some hope. Um, when we know that Jesus is that hope and, and we, we've known that all along, Lord, and uh, help us to not be afraid um, to think about that in the times of need. Lord, just uh, thank you for this church and um, all that you're doing. And uh, thank you for the technology. And Lord, thank you for all those other churches who were able to get the gospel to people in, uh, in this situation. And we just, uh, we love you and we thank you for your son, Jesus. And in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. There's our exit music. <laughs>